Hey, yo, 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 yo. What's happening? What it do, what it does. It's the BTSE 365 podcast. And uh, I'm back. Took a little hiatus. Not really a hiatus. I'm just doing things differently now, man. I'm, I'm, I want to be more focused, more locked in, be more prepared. You know what I'm saying, or better prepared, however I'm supposed to say it, when I come in and drop some information on y'all, you dig? Now, I'm I'm jumping right into things, because it ain't, it ain't no need and wasting no time, none of that, everything's all good this way, so um, let's talk about it. Well, the coronavirus or COIVD19 or whatever, whatever we title in this, uh, this, this sickness that's going around, this virus that's supposedly going around. Um, well, not suppose. I won't say supposedly. I'm just gonna say this that's going around. Now they say. You know, if if you're just washing your hands and all that, you'll be all right. If you're cleaning your ass like you're supposed to be, you'll be all right. If you're doing this and you're doing that, you'll be all right. It's a lot of people who out here just buying soap and hand sanitizer at an abundance. And it make me wonder, you know, what the hell y'all been doing? You ain't been washing your hands. You ain't been cleaning your ass, you know. Like, what, 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 what really going on? And I ain't really want to talk about this damn thing, but um, it's starting to affect the sporting world. Don't know if you heard or not. Probably, I'm sure you have. If you're a sports fan, you listen to this show. You in the sports, so probably heard that the NCAA has told the arenas that they're only allowing the players, coaches, certain personnel. Some family members, I'm sure it's got to be, you know, a parent or something, siblings, probably grandparents, to come into these tournament games. Not the NCAA tournament, but these early tournament games this week that are, you know, going to have a big deal with the seeding and all that. Now, I know some people in Nashville already done went to the Bridgestone. They're watching the game. They're like, fuck all that. I'm going to the game. I bought my ticket a couple months ago. Which, hey, I ain't mad at you. Do your thing. Um, but as you can tell, it's affecting the bottom line, which is the dollar. When it comes to these sporting events, that's, that's, that's the bottom line. So, you got San Francisco, their governor, mayor. I mean, I said the governor. The, the mayor of San Francisco has already said that you know, they can't be, is it the mayor, governor? Hell, I don't know. Somebody over there in Cali done said, in, in, <laughs> I done fucked all this up. Done said, uh, done, done said, nah, but I need to put that shit down. Um, the Warriors ain't playing a home game with fans in the stadium. Long story short. Um, it's already been said that they can't have gatherings of a thousand or more. And so that's the alternative. Going to play games with no fans in the stands at home. For the remainder of the year, at least. For the remainder of this season. I mean, you know, the Warriors suck anyway. So ain't like Steph and Clay playing 
know they said Steph had the flu or something last week when he was supposed to come back. I think, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he, he ain't playing no more this year, which was a, a wise idea. It was like, shit, let's just say he got the flu and get this out the way. He ain't playing. Um, but, yeah, you got other owners around the league supposedly are interested in or entertaining the idea of playing without, you know, fans in the stadium. I know a lot of soccer clubs have already started doing that around the world, playing with no fans in the stadium. And people are upset, man. I don't, I mean, you know, hey, I don't understand. If they're getting a refund, then you shouldn't be upset. Like, shit, watch this shit at the house. It's going to be odd watching a game. I wonder if any of these nationally televised games going to be sitting at the house, you know, I mean, sitting at, going to be empty, because that would be interesting to watch, it's going to be like watching, I don't know, uh, shit, not, you can't, you can't say the big three, because the big three be having fans, I don't know, it's just going to be an empty ass stadium, oh well, I mean, people will probably still watch. It'll be interesting if a game is televised without fans. I just don't see that part happening. Now, I did read an article talking about the NBA um, has explored the possibility of moving games to, like, a neutral city. So, say, for instance, it's the Rockets and Pacers. And there's an outbreak in the state of... Indiana, I mean, yeah, in the, in the state of Indiana. Well, instead of playing there in that state, they move into a nearby state. What if Montana or or North or South Dakota had? <laughs> what are these niggas doing here, man? What is, you can play all your games there. That's neutral as a motherfucker. Ain't nobody gonna be there. That's neutral as hell. Montana, South Dakota, Wyoming. Idaho, I don't know. Nah, Idaho, that, yeah. Go go play there. See what the hell happened. Motherfuckers gonna be showing up with bison and shit. They got a bison for sale, LeBron, if you want this bison now. It's good lean meat for you now if you want this bison. But no, nah, on a serious note though, this 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 is um for a person like me who was just like, man, you know, it's it's all fluff. It's a lot of, you know, extra going on. Like the people in Memphis. <laughs> this woman had all types of Kroger, Dollar General, Walmart bags on her feet, face, arms, hands. You know what I'm saying? I saw a meme say, hey, if the coronavirus in Memphis, I said virus, virus in Memphis, they gonna kill them motherfuckers. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Boy, boy, boy. But no, nah, for real though. Like, the NBA is losing money. They will lose money if this happens. Like, the NCAA, the tournament games make money. Like, these these conference championship games, they definitely make money. But next week, when the NCAA tournament starts, that's really when you're going to figure out, you're going to find out, like, all right, are they about their life of, of not playing games or are they just talking I mean well not not playing games but not having fans show up 
or are they just talking? Because we all know March Madness, they bring in a billion dollars to these schools. With a B, billion with a B now, billion with a B. So, I'm I'm interested in seeing what the business gonna be like. It's a uh, it's a it's a very 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 uh, tangled web that we weave, and it ain't just sports that's affected. Man, a lot of people having to work from home, school shut down. I think Vanderbilt suspended classes for the rest of the school year. A lot of, I mean, this 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 is. This is this is uh this is real. Hell, I was coaching a little eighth grade team for the last six weeks. And, you know, once this shit started going out, I said, Oh no, I'm not shaking no more kids' hands in the little, you know, line at the end of the game where you good game, good game. Hell no. Not shaking none of y'all hands. I'll give you a little fist bump, then rub this hand sanitizer on my hand. Y'all got me fucked up. Look at them little boy be nasty, man. Like it was one boy on my team. Rubbing his hands all on his nose and shit. Then he want to grab the ball and start shooting. I'm like, bro, you got to play with these other kids. Sorry, boy. Shit. Don't get me started on them. Don't get me started, man. Now, these are the kids that didn't make the team. Because, you know, if you made the team, you would have been playing in the you know, district tournaments and all that stuff right about now. But they was out there. Sorry to the motherfucker, man. Woo. Then they ain't play with no heart. You know what I'm saying? No no real effort. There wasn't but one of them that played with heart and effort. And he got better during the season. But them other boys, man, please. Soft as baby shit, man. Garbage as hell. You tell them one thing, you go in one ear and out the other. They ready to play Call of Duty and Fortnite. Like that's that's it. And they, they tell me, yeah, I got, I got a baseball game. You play baseball, too? I hope you ain't sorry in there, too. You keep having your mama them waste $200, $300 on playing sports and you garbage. Shit, boy, you better go cut some grass this summer and put that goddamn basketball down. Because you the boo-boo. Shit, they, they, they ain't even regular and let it. They water and gas mixed together. Type of shit to fuck your car up. That's what they is. I'm sorry, I went off on a tangent. I apologize. But I'm just saying, these kids, man, look, these kids ain't had to worry about nothing. Like, we, I done, I'm going to these private schools and they go to these private schools. Like, I go to these private schools. I'm like, damn, these some big ass schools. Yeah, I, um, I go to school here too. I'm like, what the fuck? Pull up to their crib and drop them off. They in mansions. Like, bro, you ain't got no no fight in you. You ain't mad at nobody about nothing in life. You ain't never had to not have your cable on. You know, a little simple stuff. Like, like something like that would piss you off growing up. Like, damn, the satellite got cut off. Got to be without the satellite for a couple of weeks until your mama or your daddy get paid. Send little shit like that now. That would piss me off. But it's, it's like they ain't got no... Dog in them. Zero. And that's okay. You know. Some people don't have it. Some people. And it's not like, you know, you want the kids to suffer. But even those other kids they played against had more heart than them. And I know they came from a privileged background too. But they still play harder than them. 
goddamn shame. But I digress. I digress. Speaking of uh, winning and losing, <laughs> moving moving right along. Shout out to a uh, former NFL quarterback, Tony Romo. If you haven't heard, Tony Romo signed a contract with CBS. It's gonna pay him about was it seventeen million a year for ten years. Damn, that's a lot of money to announce some games. And he ain't got to work but 18 weeks. Like, think about that. Because it's not like CBS has. They do have a sports network. Unless in this contract, it's got him doing some studio work too. Like, you know, on the, I don't know, during the week he might have to drop in on a CBS sports show, which I doubt it. He gets a call... And announce, well, he gets to announce games. Color commentary, by the way. He's not even the lead broadcaster. He's the co- color commentary analyst. Damn. What, 17 to 19 weeks? Unless the CB, unless CBS get the Super Bowl? That's a lot of money, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Romo. Way to finesse the system. You know, ESPN was offering them at Monday Night Football. You know, they ain't got that type of paper. They got some paper, but they ain't got that type of paper. And then these dumbass NFL players. It just shows how ignorant some of them are. Man, that's why we don't need to sign a new CBA because announcers are getting paid more than the players. Dumbass, the money he makes has nothing to do with the collective bargaining agreement. Nothing. Zero to do with that. Nothing at all. So so that whole point is mute. Like oh, I wish people would just educate themselves on stuff before pressing send sometimes, you know, or speaking out loud about matters that they really don't know about. It just they just want to say something to be heard. Thinking that it was cool, but it really, it really wasn't. It really wasn't. Moving on, moving on. Now, back to the NBA for a minute. Last week, Spike Lee was involved in a situation with James Dolan. Again, James Dolan and a prominent Brown brother that is synonymous with their organization seemed to be at odds. And this time it was with Spike Lee. Spike Lee was told by security that he needed to go in through the VIP entrance of the Madison Square Garden other than the employee entrance. Spike pissed because he claimed he'd been going through that entrance for 30 years. Now, New York Knicks put out a press release saying that Spike and James talked about it, shook hands, everything cool. Spike know he needed to go through VIP. First of all, Spike... You done spent way too much money on front row seats to think you an employee. Shit, employees come in for free. You been paying, so you might want to go through the VIP entrance. I don't know. I ain't never been to MSG. But if he has been going through VIP, I mean, uh, the employee entrance, they know his email. They could have let him know. Somebody got his number. I'm sure they could have let him know before he got there. 
It is Spike Lee. It ain't like they don't know who Spike Lee is. And he said he ain't going to no more games this year. He should have stopped going to Knicks games 20 years ago. Right after Allen Houston and Latrell Sprewell got them boys to the finals against the Spurs in a lockout year, I might add. Yeah, he should have stopped going in. Just should have stopped going. So, yeah. Charles Oakley called it a plantation. I don't, I don't know about all that, but... Just saying, it, it seems a little it seems a little odd that Dolan keep having all these issues with these former well, one former player and now Spike Lee, your most famous fan. Jack Nicholas wouldn't have had this uh I mean Jack Nicholson wouldn't have this problem in LA with the Lakers. Billy Crystal wouldn't have this problem with the Clippers. So yeah. I wouldn't have this problem with the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Shout out Spike, man. I hope he get his shit together. They, I hope they get this shit together and keep it pushing. On to another outspoken brother. Well, two, actually. Draymond Green made a comment saying, Charles Barkley can't talk about him in basketball because... He doesn't know as much about basketball as him, and he has no rings, so he can't sit at this table. And he needs to watch out because he'll take Barkley's job because he's good at that too. Thinks he's better at that than him too. My good friend, my I'm sorry, not friend. My good sir, Draymond Cleophas Green. Sit your black ass down. Now, that's a lot of things I don't agree with Charles Barkley on. A lot of things he didn't said that I don't agree with. But uh yeah. You're not better at basketball than Charles Barkley, Draymond. Like just 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 stop. You got rings because you happen to be in the same car with with with, you know, a guy named Stephen Curry and a guy named Clay Thompson and a guy named Kevin Durant. You happen to be on that team. So you happen to get a few rings. You want you you, you your numbers look great with those other well not other with those great players out there with you. But when you're out there with a bunch of no name people you, my friend, are the boo-boo. 87 gas. Regular as a motherfucker. Charles Barkley, one of the best power forwards to ever play the game. Now, Shaq be shitting on Chuck because Shaq is Shaq. And he can throw the no rings thing at Charles Barkley. I mean, he has four. Chuck has zero, and he's a you know he was better at his position than Chuck was. But Draymond, you know damn well you averaging a triple single, two, four, and two. You boy, he, I I don't watch Warriors games when they come on TV, but when I have watched them, either he not playing or he playing weak, like 
can't even he don't even look no different than the other dudes out there. Like for real. And I remember when people were hitting us with the Kevin Love and Draymond Green. And I was actually riding for Draymond Green. I don't know. I don't, I don't know now. They both playing on sorry teams and ain't making a difference, but hey. Who am I to judge? <laughs> Hey, man, look, I'm going to be right back, right back, right, right, right back. It's the BTSE 365 podcast. I think I got some more heat for y'all, man. I think I got some else coming, man. Y'all be easy. Stay tuned. What's up, world? What's up, world? Hey, are you tired of seeing the same old billboards on the side of the road when you're driving up and down the interstate? I know I am. But if you're looking for a new wave to get your message across out there in the world, holler at my people over at Upkeep Ads. That's right. Upkeep Ads offers advertising in a versatile format. Their mobile digital billboard is not only used as an effective way for outdoor advertising, but it's also portable. Yeah, you can take it inside to use it for messages at conferences or events to stream content indoors as well. It's great for outdoor advertising, for political campaigns, grand openings, and a lot of other events. So contact my people over at upkeepads at gmail.com. That's U-P-K-E-E-P-A-D-S at gmail.com. Or you can give them a call, 901-701-7226. Tell them Big sent you. So, look, check this out, man. White people, public service announcement. Y'all got to stop with the bullshit-ass, corny-ass jokes, right? So there's this white guy. I'm going to leave him nameless. I'm going to save him this time. He says, hey, uh, Chris, got a joke for you. I why do Why do black people always call each other Monica? It's like, Monica? Who the, who the fuck is Monica? You know, they go up to each other and... and you guys say, what's up, Monica? I'm like, what? What's up, Monica? Oh, you you want to tell that kind of joke. You thought that was funny. And you thought I would laugh at that joke. He don't know me that well. In the words of Damon Wayans in, in Living Color, homie don't play that. I, I I politely said, look, bruh, that shit ain't funny. Don't come at me or nobody else that look like me with that joke again. If we weren't where we were, the conversation might be a little different. You feel me? Oh, man, I'm sorry, man. I, I thought you would have found that one funny. The fuck out of here, bruh. Before I lose all my character. Fuck out my face. Betty taught me better than that. A whole lot better. Now see, that, that, that I, I'm going to end the show because I just mentioned her name. Uh, today is March 11th. On this day in the year 1956, uh, uh, a legend was born, as they say. Um, 
a queen, a goddess, an educator, wife, mother, friend, all of that, philanthropist, all of that was born. Ripley, Tennessee, Betty Jean Holloway. And uh, man, I just want to, every, every year I do a show dedicated to her. Every year on her birthday, I do a show dedicated to her. And so this year is no different. Um, with the with the recent tornado here in Nashville, the the inner philanthropist in me came out. You know what I'm saying? I I've been out. I I ain't, I can't act like I done done a whole lot for you know. I done did my part. You know I've I've been doing my part. You know what I feel like I'm able to do, and you know I'm comfortable with doing it and whatnot. So I won't sit here and act like I just been out here. On the front line, you feel me? I ain't been out there on the front line. I ain't gonna stunt like that now. But I've been out there. I've seen the people. The people have seen me. Those in need and those not in need. And that comes straight from my mama. You know what I'm saying? Like all that type of stuff comes straight from her. Last Tuesday is when the tornado hit, Tuesday night. And uh, actually, Monday night, going into Tuesday morning. And I wasn't even aware that it was anything like that going on. I myself was prepping for a personal battle that I was about to face. And I came out on the other side of that in in great health and great health and whatnot. Everything was solid. You know, I woke up the next morning on Tuesday morning, getting ready to go in for a little procedure and you know, I'm getting calls and texts from people from back home because, you know, I'm from Ripley. And, you know, everybody like, you all right? My phone had been off. My brother hit me up like, man, bro, you straight? But your phone going to voicemail. I'm like, damn, yeah, I'm good. What's going on? I ain't heard it was a tornado in the field. I'm like, oh, it didn't hit my spot. It didn't hit my area. So I'm blessed. You know, I'm blessed for that. Among other things, I'm blessed for that. And, man... It was just, it was amazing to see, you know, all the love that was, that's been going on for the city, all the people, young, old, black, white, Hispanic, you know what I'm saying, Asian, well, I don't know about Asian, I ain't seen no Asian folks out there doing nothing, but anyway, it's, it was it was good to see that, and the first thing I'm thinking of when I get back on my feet is, I need to be able to go help these people. I don't know what I can do. I ain't got much. You know what I'm saying? But what I have and what I can do, put my feet to work, my hands to work, my mind to work, and, you know, do what I can for the people. But with all that being said, shout out to those people who really out there on the front line. Uh, the people need y'all to keep doing what you're doing because it's going to be a long, long recovery for these people. Businesses, families, lives, all that was lost. Houses was lost. So, you know, we got to keep this this energy up. We got to keep the efforts up. But today is always a day about moms. Betty Taylor was, was a fighter, was a warrior, was an educator. Queen mother to a whole lot, a whole lot of, you hear me? My house was always open to all my friends and family, her friends and family. She cooked, everybody ate. You know what I'm saying? That's how it go. 
I get in trouble. If my friend bogus, he getting in trouble too. Same go with my brother and his friends. It was like everybody was in it together. She didn't mind spreading the the, the discipline out or the love. I used to get jealous of other kids. Hey, Miss Betty. Hey, Miss Betty. But that was the effect she had on the world. You feel me? Our community. So when people meet me or see me and be like, boy, you be talking. You you don't meet a stranger. I get that from her. That's all from her. All this, that's from her. This show, that's from her. So I got to dedicate it to her every year. It's, it's without a doubt something I look forward to doing. I look forward to like, oh, shoot, it's her birthday. I got to make sure, you know, I put on a show. So, yeah, it's 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 been, it's, these days are always the days I'm like, man, I got to reflect, you know. Because losing a parent, if you're listening and you lost a parent, then you know what I'm talking about. If you hadn't lost a parent, you're a blessed individual. And if, if and when that day comes, you will understand what I'm going through or what I'm talking about. But, like, it ain't a day. Like, I don't think it's been one day since Halloween 2012 that I haven't had one thought about my mother. Like, I can't recall a day where I probably haven't, like, where I haven't thought about her. Now, there probably has been. I ain't going to sit here and say it hasn't been. But I don't know of one. I wear a necklace almost every day that she's on. So I have to think about it. So, um, may I just say, if you got a mama out there, if you have a mother out there and you listening, for me, do this for me. Do it for yourself, really. Do it for your mother. Tell her you love her, man. Hug her. Kiss her. Take her out from time to time. You know, give her a random phone call from time to time just to say, hey, just to see how she doing. Share a few laughs. You know what I'm saying? Because when they gone, they gone. You're going to miss that. Trust me. I do. I used to go in her room and she'd be like, come here, son. You know, I'd sit up there and we'd talk for a minute. Sometimes if I had a headache, I'd go in there. She'd rub the back of my head to make sure my headache go away. Call me her little angel. 20 years old in college. Migraine. She still rub my head for me so I can help me, so she can help me go to sleep. And call me her angel. Might even hum and sing me a little song. That's that that that's what I miss. That's what I'm gonna forever miss. So, uh, shout out to Betty Jean, my mama. I love her. Miss her every day. And uh, man, shout out to all the mothers in the world. Period. You feel me? Young, old, middle aged, all the same. Y'all bring life into this world, and we and we love y'all for that. It is International Women's Month, so you know this this one for y'all too. Y'all be easy. BTSC 365. It's the BTSC 365 podcast. You rockin' with your boy B. Hey, you know what it is. You rockin' with your boy B. And it's the BTSC 365 podcast. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? The BTSE 365 Podcast. It's your boy B.